0: I am inside each and every single one of you. You Just look in, and I will be there, waving out at you, naked,
1: wearing only a cock ring. Please welcome Jeffrey Lord. Oh, this is for the Jeffrey Lord show? (laughs) Lord, really? I thought Jeffrey Lord was kind of like a real guy.
0: How are you supposed to be a strong... Thrilling, powerful warrior and lover with a name like this. It is like a weak ejaculation. Okay. <laughs> the Lord is the gatekeeper of all music in Fort Worth. Everybody likes to dance because Jeff Lord is awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh.
1: Oh, Jeffrey. Right? <laughs> if you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked just like a whore. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked. Like, really, is this the level that you sunk to, Lord? So I'm done with Jeffrey Lord. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, one, one. We have ignition. Strap in. You're about to listen to the hottest sounds. It's the hottest mixtape in the world. And you've got it. We got a new new thing song. Here's
2: a new thing thing, we're playing it on this show. Come on, the high. Something got my bad. We're keeping it sexy here. Funky Town Podcast.
1: I feel sexy after dark. My conscience finds it hard to see. I'll share pieces of my heart. Fewer words make me sound so smart. I'll let them slip out slowly. Trade and glance. No!
2: With Sexy After Dark. Hope you guys are digging the show. Up next, we have Any Other Name by Denver Williams on the Podcast.
0: Right. Sounds strange.
2: I start talking. That was Denver Williams, any other name on the Funky Town podcast. Up next, we got an interview for you. And this is an interview with uh, Ian McKinnon from Garage Barrage, also Coffee Pot Films. Um, we're all over the place. I actually had a really good idea for this show. I had eight songs I was going to play, 30 minute interview with Ian. And many um, ways, I had to cut it back to five because. The interview with Ian kind of got away from me a little bit, so it's a little longer than 30 minutes, so you might want to um, press pause and pop some popcorn and sit back and relax. Enjoy the soothing sounds of Ian's voice. But anyways, I hope you are enjoying the show so far. We do have a couple of songs coming up after the interview um, I hope you get to hear. I had a really good time talking to Ian. It's always great to talk to him. Um, I guess that's why I couldn't shut up. So... Um, we're going to get on with the Ian interview. Make sure you like GarageBraj. Eventually, they'll be coming back, right? Eventually, one day, maybe, hopefully, possibly. Please, Lord, please. Coffee Pot Films, um, Mystery Murder, all that good stuff is coming up. So um, we'll get on with the interview with Ian. Like his pages. Send him a shout-out. Send him some love. And uh, like us. Tell your friends about us. Email us. Call us at 682-233-1975. And um, we'll be here for you. All right, let's talk to ian Hello, Hello. may I speak with ian please That's me hey <laughs> ian. This is jeffrey lord from the funky town podcast
3: Hello, jeffrey lord from the funky town podcast. How are you?
2: I'm really good. How are you doing? I'm
3: good. I'm trying to open up this box uh, it has A beer in
2: it has beer in it?
3: Yeah, it's the um, Forbidden Fruit From Martin House
2: Huh, Martin House is killing it right now
3: Yeah, they've, they've got the they've cornered the market on Sours, that's for sure
2: Yeah, a couple weeks ago I had the um, Dustin gave me The key lime pie Which I really liked And he gave me the pumpkin pie there's a pumpkin one. Was it pumpkin? I think it was pumpkin. I think it was pumpkin. I, I'm
3: not surprised in the least. They have hit every flavor. Um this okay. one's one of their crazy um uh, this one's sixteen percent. So Oh
2: wow, for one can?
3: Yeah, it's whiskey barrel aged imperial sour with the lemon.
0: Huh.
2: That sounds pretty yeah. good. Yeah.
3: It's it's been aged in a whiskey barrel for four to five months. Sounds pretty so, good. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to find out. <laughs>
2: well, uh, well, let us know. So those of you who, right. who don't know Ian, you may know him for the lead singer from Garage Barrage. Also, I guess you're a director when it comes to the music videos. Uh, Is that your title, director?
0: Yeah,
3: well, director and director, editor, producer. Yeah, we we kind of rotate over at Coffee Pot. Okay, but um, I'm the only one who does the editing.
2: <laughs> okay, and then also actor
3: yeah for sure
2: and i'm now a podcaster yeah yeah i'm on a few so yeah i guess you have a, you got a lot of stuff that you're doing now do you, you and you have a regular job too right
3: <laughs> yeah you would think i didn't but i do i do i got a nine to five
2: all right i didn't know if you made enough doing what you're doing to that's your income or if you actually had like a regular nine to five i thought you did yeah, yeah. No, I
3: definitely have a 9 to 5 and I uh my my weekends are basically full of typically uh music videos or um you know, stuff like that. Just right now we're just uh we're gearing up for this um this premiere that we're having. Yeah, later well, in the month.
2: Well, let's start there. So, um you you have a short uh, it's a film, a short film. Is that what it was? what's it called? A short film it's it's right. called
3: the Mis- yeah it's a, sh- it's a short film it's okay. 15 minutes long and it's called the mystery murder
2: the mystery murder
3: mm-hmm.
2: and um it's been in a couple of or it's been accepted to a couple of festivals like three
3: yeah it's, um our our number right now as it stands we're still waiting on more um as they they, they trickle in but six
2: Oh, six. Uh, we've been
3: accepted to six and it's screened at three so far the other three are um they screening later this month okay um but of the ones that were screened we won awards in all of them so that's nice
2: that is nice uh so do you uh is this how things get to sundance or cons or whatever the the, um, the big ones off do they start off on like low levels like, like like this and kind of get buzzed and then kind of move up to bigger festivals and then move up to bigger ones? Or are those just for like people who've already are known and, and that kind of stuff?
3: I mean, it definitely helps to have, you know, have your foot in the door in places or, you know, have a, a celebrity or, you know, a, a famous producer backing your project or, you know, director. I mean, that, that stuff does matter. Um, but that's not to say that, you know, uh, a little group like us couldn't get into one of those festivals, but we um, we made a very specific short film for a very specific audience, and so we were fully aware we weren't going to get into like you know the real big ones. Okay, so it's, um,
2: it's kind of niche Yeah,
3: it, well, it's a horror comedy. Okay, and so it's you know it's it's for a it's for the people who enjoy horror comedies. So you know we've been lucky to get into a few festivals that. You know, they're, that's not really what they do. They're just film festivals, but, you know, ours was good enough to make it in there. Um, when, if we don't get into horror film festivals, that's when I'm a little like,
0: well, what happened
2: there? Okay. What do we do? <laughs> what do we miss out on? I got gotcha. you. That's really cool. And um, one of the awards was Best Performance by you, right? It was. Is that like was. Best and Actor nice- kind of?
3: Yeah, yeah, that was um, a pleasant surprise because I didn't know they were doing like individual awards at that festival. I assumed it was just a best of kind of thing, mm-hmm. like, just like best short, best feature. Um, at that festival, we also got audience choice, which, hell, in my mind, I, I feel like that's more kind of what we want.
1: Right.
2: I mean, it's cool if, if the critics love it, but at, at the end of the day, if the critics hate it, but the audience loves it, you're way way happier
3: yeah that's why i don't pay too much attention to like movies i'm interested like their rotten tomatoes score because sometimes critics don't like what i like and mm-hmm. a lot of the times you'll see especially on um you know genre films a lot of the times the audience scores higher than the critics so
2: that's really cool though um is it the coffee pot guys that are doing this or is this something different from them
3: no no this is all coffee pot yeah, okay. um the directors um, are also Coffee Pot, Anthony Milton and uh, Joe Bannister. Um, they actually work in the in the uh, film industry here in Dallas, like doing commercial work, TV shows, and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, they had a lot of you know know how and how this stuff gets done. I mean, this was like a real set with like thirty to fifty crew members, right? And, and yeah. we shot it over a we shot it over a weekend.
2: Did you have grips?
3: Oh yes, we had grips. <laughs> we had grips. We had PAS. We had follow focus. We had a director of photography. Uh, yeah, it was it was everybody.
2: That's pretty awesome. That's a real deal. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. I've been kind of following it on uh, Facebook. And I think that's that's super. nice. there's no place to see it yet, unless you end up at one of the festivals and are um, able to be in the audience.
3: Yeah, pretty much. We. Um, a lot of festivals want that exclusivity Mm -hmm. um, kind of as a caveat. So, um, you know, we're, we're we're kind of past the point where it's officially been premiered at some film festivals. So that's how we're, you know, kind of doing a little private screening uh, out in Dallas private isn't, you know, we're not like, uh, we're not selling tickets to it or anything. It's just kind of like, Hey, friends and family, come see our short film that, you know, some of you have donated money to and we've worked so hard on and uh you know we don't have any festivals uh showing our film in dallas so this was kind of our way of doing that and kind of giving back to our our donators
2: okay that's cool and then after it's all said and done it'll be out there on on the internet or
3: for sure well we're, i mean do you, we're gonna, do,
2: you do dvds gonna, anymore do do people? I don't even know. I've never bought, I haven't bought a DVD in so long. Do people still do that? Sell DVDs and stuff for their films and movies? Or well, we
3: uh, have ordered uh, Blu-rays. Okay. To to uh, sell at the screening. Um, it's more of a like donation kind of selling. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not going to be pricey. Um, but you know, we basically all the funds every every time we do music videos or you know selling posters and and blu-rays for this film The coffee pot people we don't actually get any of that money it just goes into our coffee pot account for the next big project
2: sure that's how you pay either talent or equipment or time for basically yeah yeah. okay yeah yeah I know know bands that that, that do that where they have a band account and so all the money that they get at at a gig just goes back into the band account that's for you know i mean anything from like strings to studio time you know
3: right yeah yeah and that's what that's what we did with the the garage garage uh fund when we did play and when we did get money yeah it usually went to like rehearsal uh time or um you know um studio time
2: now i know with um an Rangers playing hockey all the time and uh it's hard H- for you hockey
3: guys. and soccer and
2: soccer and uh and his kids are doing the same oh my gosh yes um so i know that you don't really ever get together anymore the last thing you guys did the the first song was about ranger not being there um (laughs) and so i guess john john was playing drums now is he playing drums on the whole on that whole set or just that one song
3: it's just that one song that we had two we had two songs on that album that were just me and john when we were just kind of he just kind of came over and we played that okay. was uh, just a little experiment. Okay. Because um, no, later, later and then,
2: in the album, I was like, man, if John's playing drums, he's kind of killing it right now.
3: I mean, John is a, a phenomenal drummer on his own right. You know, he and I, we, we used to be in a band like 10 years ago together, and he was the drummer, and he was very, very good.
2: Okay. And then he he's done bass. Does he do anything else? Does he do the guitar and stuff as well? I mean, I know he's sings. Oh, scenes. yeah.
3: He, yeah, yeah, he definitely he'll he'll play the guitar too. He I don't think he he wants to sing, but I mean he can. Oh, no, he and does. A really good when he does.
2: It's
3: I'll always, tell you who's low who's low key amazing at singing is Ranger. Yeah. I feel like he's the best singer out of all of us, but he doesn't wanna.
2: He just wants to hide behind <laughs> the drums.
3: Yeah, I guess so. I don't know, man. I You know, he's 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 really good. There he had a uh he made his own little uh digital album that's on uh, Bandcamp. Okay, good. I can't remember honestly the name of the album. It was a it was a sign from a uh, from a restaurant and that he named the album that.
2: Huh. But um Does it have a Fort Worth but tag? All of,
3: all... What's
2: that? I said does it have a, a Fort Worth tag?
3: I mean, it's possible. It's on the Garage Garage band camp.
2: Oh it's oh is always... okay. Well then I've seen it. Okay. Oh, is it the uh, the the um, epic one or whatever? What was that? Uh
3: no, i that it, one, I, I made those tracks.
2: Okay, because that's an instrumental, like, electronic one, right?
3: Yeah. Ranger also did an electronic one, and it uh, also, like, has him singing on it. I think he sings on all the tracks.
2: Oh, that's cool. I to go back and see if I can look through that and find it. Yeah, no, it, it's it been a while. You know, I'll go over there every now and again and play an album or so and kind of, oh, I miss the boys, you know. <laughs> and,. And your sisters, how are they doing out in Las Vegas? Uh, good, good. Yeah, they're around um, that thing. That's cool.
3: Yeah, Megan's. Uh, she's kind of like a personal trainer out there. She did a, a stint in Kiev and did some like studying and like circus stuff in Kiev for like a month. Came back and she's she's still killing it.
2: Nice. Um. All right, so back to the um, the music videos. I wanted to talk about so the over the last. Well, since i started this um you know i was trying to grab people that i'm comfortable with or whatever and so like i had jeffrey chase on the first week and we talked about uncle toasty and um the music video and that was one of your videos that's a great video did you know the actors like did you pick them the man and the woman to play the part
3: Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Adam is the gentleman. He's, uh, one of our coffee pot members. There's eight of us in coffee pot. Okay. And we're, we're all dudes. Um, and then Caitlin was played his wife and, um, she's actually in the short film.
2: Oh, nice. Okay.
3: And so, you know, we knew, you know, she was good. Uh, she was talented. She was funny. We knew that they'd probably have good chemistry, which of course they did.
2: Yeah, they're great.
3: Yeah, no, they're they're, they're the highlight for me, man. They're they're a
2: lot of fun. And that was a really cool video. That was a fun video. Um, Even just some of the simple little parts where it's like Jeff pulls out a beer, you know, and they're like, oh, there's no drinking in here. And then all of a sudden everybody has a beer going, you know, whatever. I was like, this is good. Just little things like that made it really, really fun. Um, And it was shot cool and stuff.
3: Thank you. Well, to me, like Uncle Toasty seemed – uh, it, you know, it was a new band, people didn't quite know what they were. They it, all the posts that, that Jeffrey had put out were, you know, more or less mysterious. Nobody had heard them yet. So, mm-hmm. uh, I kind of wanted to play on that mystique, on that, um, you know, that mystery by not having them say anything and by again being very mysterious. And, and that, then when you finally get to see what they're all about, it's like it's amazing.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that, 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 that was a great video. Um, if it went on a few weeks ago. I played, um, I didn't even know that um, they had a video coming out, or I might have tried to time it better where I played the song when the video was released, but instead I played the song, I think the week before, because I did the, the week's bass prom came out, Is I think I think it came out Friday, and I played it on the show on Sunday, and then I think the next week the video was um, r- released, and the video is perfect for it, because I was wondering how it was going to do, you know, after knowing the song, because um, I, I was talking about it like, the first time that i heard it i just kind of didn't hear the words as much as i just like kind of just kind of got this feeling like this you know kind of doo you know kind of high school 50s prom kind of feel um oh
0: yeah
2: you know and i could tell that he was kind of you know singing about a girl but i wasn't really paying attention to it and then when i was to it again with 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 the wife she was like what did he say? Did he say he's cutting up bodies and putting them in bags. I'm like, what? I think so. And then we then we sat and like really listened to it. No, it's you know? a very,
3: it's a very dark song. For very sure. dark,
2: yeah. And so I was like, oh, how's this video gonna be? Because this is, you know, are they gonna just play? You know, and then um, that's the first time that I think I've ever actually seen your acting style. If people haven't seen it, you're the main character in the in the show in the in the video or whatever, um, you know, and the great thing is to kind of lighten up this dark mood. Um, you have puppets. It's just, you, yeah. And then, and then all the other characters are puppets.
3: Yep. Yeah. And yeah, it was, that was, uh, that was really fun. That was our way of playing around with, you know, such dark stuff. Um, you know, cause the, the, the theme itself is dark enough, you know, why don't we just make it easier to digest and you know who doesn't love puppets
2: right and i was like eh. i don't know i was like a digest you're actually eating puppets in the you make a sandwich out of the arm
3: that was that was a pun not intended yeah <laughs> but i appreciate where your mind goes
2: yeah no but i think that um i think the video is is good and if people haven't seen it um and want to see kind of some of your of your acting chops i think this is a good one because there's no i mean it's a music video so you obviously don't really well, you don't talk at all. It's all just facial expressions and setting and, um, you know, the way that it starts. where you kind of have this mouth breather look, you know, you <laughs> you look creepy, you know, it's like, wow, man, that's Ian. And I don't like the way he looks right now, you know? <laughs> yeah. I guess for those
3: who know me, it could be pretty jarring.
2: Yeah. You know? Um, and so, I don't know, man, I thought that was a really good video and I really liked that it, um, that you kind of got the show off your, acting chops what was the bar that y'all went to
3: that was at sunshine in uh, arlington
2: man i it really it, i didn't even recognize it it looked like, like that's like a really cool bar i think i want to go there <laughs> i've been to sunshine right?
3: no it's, it's sunshine bar yeah we uh we were able to get the location for i don't know we had we pretty much had to be in and out on that day yeah i want to say we only had it for like three hours maybe okay i don't know the the first day we shot it was like a almost like a full 12 hour day and that was all the stuff that took place in the house right and then and then after we shot um all the stuff at sunshine bar we headed over to lowtown studios uh and fort worth and we shot all the uh the void stuff basically all the stuff where it's nothing but black behind me yes okay and uh that's where i got um pretty injured
2: yeah that's where throwing injured. myself around did you really did you actually like
3: i mean yeah no i i uh, i'm one of those people that it's like hey if i'm gonna get hurt it, it better be on film kind of thing and so you know all those times that i'm like flying through the air i'm actually landing on essentially blankets oh. and then uh every time i'm getting knocked around and i'm flipping my head back and forth you know i'm I'm 38, man. I'm not really built to do that anymore. So <laughs> yeah, I the can. next morning, the next morning, I could not move my head left to right. And uh, God bless, you know, uh, Panda and Will over at Phantom L. They actually like sent me a care package of like energy C or whatever that is emergency and, uh, oh, right, some, right. Like, and some like icy hot packs. So that was really
2: cool Oh no, that is cool Now I bet you were sore You know I, But I bet that I bet that, that that was fun It's all kind of in slow motion So I just kind of You know whenever you're kids And you like fight in slow motion Or whatever I thought it was just kind of like that You know kind of slowed it down A little bit For Exaggeration But I didn't know you were Actually <laughs> Throwing yourself on the ground
3: Yeah no I'm beating myself up In that one.
2: one Oh now, I like it whenever bands Do a video where They're not in it Um and sometimes it makes sense, but like with Phantom it's like they're a photogenic band. You know, they should be in the videos. <laughs> you know. they're one of
3: the best. They're one of the like most attractive bands, <laughs> and they For real? really should be. Yeah, in everything that they're in. Um, it's actually it's funny. They actually are in Space Prom. They're just in the background.
2: Oh, I'm about to watch again and see if I can see them.
3: Yeah, they're in the uh, they're in the Sunshine Bar. They're uh-huh. wearing like sequins jackets, and they're doing like a duet dance.
2: Oh, cool
3: it's a blink and you miss it cameo
2: yeah yeah how fun um and then the newest one i saw was denver's just dropped any other any other name What's
0: us it go mm-hmm.
2: yeah yeah um and it, it's another great one i was like i didn't know that you've been so busy doing all these you know videos and stuff um but that's another great video and you're you're in that one as, as well as part of the what, what like the turtleneck crew
3: oh yeah no that that's a that's a fun one uh for a lot of reasons but like every coffee pot member except for one makes an appearance in that video so that's like a nice little like i don't know it's it's really cool to see everybody in coffee pot getting to to play a part yeah because i'm sure that's rare
2: yeah because i'm sure that there are are, are times that the people behind the camera want to be in front of the camera even if just for a little bit or small part
3: well i wasn't even supposed to be in it um I was the guy who was missing, uh, Ryan. He, um, was supposed to be my third turtle, yellow turtleneck guy, but, uh, he just couldn't make it. So I was like, eh, I guess I'll put it on.
2: Oh, okay. The, yeah. Yeah. You look, you look good in a tur- in a, a turtleneck. And, uh, I like, <laughs> I like when it ends. I mean, I like how the amp starts to catch on fire, you know, and then there's a little bit more of a fire. versus just playing. It just keeps getting, you know, it's a really good yeah. video. It was a really good write up in the central track about it, too. Um, yeah, man, they they really, well. they really
3: they really they really understood the vibe and and the feel of what we were going for and imagery. I mean, the song's about like, from what I understand it, the songs it's like, um, you know, the excitement of of being in love and um, and also you know like the nervous energy that comes behind it. So I kind of wanted to show the chaos of you know mm-hmm. of what it, of what that can be like. You know, there's you know sometimes people are coupled up um sometimes you know you feel the pressure to you know act or look a certain way that you're not comfortable with um sometimes it seems like it's just a party going around and then you know that kind of stuff
2: yeah that's cool i think i think you guys nailed it and i think um denver's also on a tear right now you know it's like he's he's releasing a song i guess every few weeks or whatever yeah that I, um, it. it's been really they've been really good and he's been getting a lot of good press and it's like i'm so happy for him
3: right because it's i mean the guy's like a. to me at least it seems like he's like a fort worth legend in a way i mean he's he's such a workhorse and i feel like if anybody deserves it it's him well, and, the, uh,
2: well there is that and there's the fact that he's that he's super i mean he's super nice and thoughtful and Sweet and all that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, absolutely! But he's also really freaking talented. The way he writes lyrically, and the way he rhymes and his melodies and stuff—it's like, dude, it's—I don't understand how some people are on the radio and other people aren't. You know what I mean? I
3: I, I know exactly what you mean, dude. Like, and he, he does it what what seems like effortlessly. Like yeah. He has so his catalog is enormous, and and he like transcends genres and he he splits them and he puts them together yeah it's so I mean for cool. like plastic plastic and cement was a really really cool song mm-hmm. he had a really great video by uh Jessica waffles i mean it's he's doing some really fun stuff
2: yeah and I bet the next one's gonna be just as good too man the dude just hits it he's just he can't fail you know it's like I, I don't know I just i love the music that he makes ever since I first i remember when they came over um you know I was like well, this is interesting because I hadn't heard anybody in fort worth doing that i was like i guess it's kind of like a beck or like a ween or flaming lips it's kind of you know kind of wild in in, in 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 energy or whatever but kind of pop but kind of crazy at, at, at the same time they can kind of do whatever they want and just watching chinga lotus and and then Chillamundo. And, and then hearing mm-hmm. and hearing like his old solo records and stuff it's like this dude is like is such a great writer you know i mean yeah he directly, has i i
3: the name of the track escapes me, but he has a Live at Cloudland uh-huh. uh, song. And man, I, that's on one of my playlists, on my Spotify playlist. I freaking love that song so much. And I don't know, I can't think of the name of the damn song right now. I hear it almost every day. Yeah, um, But no, he's he's just, he's one of my favorite artists doing it right now. Yeah,
2: you know, my um, sometimes whenever my Bluetooth, if I'm listening to a podcast or internet radio or something like that, and I get out and then I get back in, if it doesn't, reset it'll just go immediately to my itunes music apple music or whatever and mm-hmm. the first song is um 3 a.m and i think it's just because of the number three or whatever oh uh, yeah but um it's one of Denver's songs and it's like and so many times i get in the car and it's like i turn on and it's like that song just comes on i'm like okay <laughs> i love this song i don't you know but it's the first one in my list of all my songs and it just happens to play anytime it kind of you know what i mean but,
3: uh, yeah, no, that, that that beats mine. Mine is uh because I you know I do music videos and stuff. It's usually some kind of random sound effect.
2: Oh sure. <laughs> <Woman screaming. laughs> I remember like,
3: yeah, no, it would. It I think uh, because of the Uncle Toasty video. Um, when I first plug in my phone, the first thing I hear is beer cans being crushed. Oh nice. <laughs> so it's like, well, I guess that's gonna be what I hear every day.
2: Um, and then just a uh, to let everybody know so you do a lot of stuff with the fort worth folks or whatever but you also did something else and i watched the video it was um it was a rap hip-hop type thing oh
3: yeah mr lucci
2: it was real moving it was a great video you know thank you and and the song was, was good i was like whoa this is kind of because wasn't it like a funeral or like a, um awake
3: yeah basically it, it takes place at awake and yeah. he's just kind of going back and forth of so his memory of uh being with this person and just because you know the life he lives you know she was taken and uh you know the obviously the family and the friends blame him and that's kind of the the point of the whole song is you know he's you know showing show some empathy because he's going through it too
2: yeah it was good and
3: thank you and and that was our first foray into serious uh stuff sure but you know it's it's mr lucci who I mean, I hate to use this hyperbole again, but I mean, he's like a, he is a Dallas legend. Like, you know, he had, you know, big time radio play. He gets huge views on all of his socials. Everybody knows who he is. I'll find the most random people hell out of state who are like, oh man, you did the Lucci video. So it it blew us away. Oh, but wow, it, cool. that was a, uh, that was a directive, uh, co-directing. That was me and uh, Anthony took
2: that one okay no that it's a great job like i said i i don't know um a lot about dallas hip-hop or even you know our hip-hop over here i'm trying to learn more and more and i've, I've got a few bands that i like but um i was just like eh, ian did it i'll watch it i'm sure it's good and i was just like wow <laughs> this is really it was great you know
0: it was just Thanks. A, and,
3: and, you know we we lend a lot to our uh to our dp who we borrow from uh lowtown studios his name's uh, isaac mistleton I'm butchering his last name. So we'll just call him Isaac. Okay. Um, he was the DP for Lucci and he was also the DP for space prom. Oh, nice.
2: Okay. Very, very So that's cool. him.
3: That's him behind the camera and he's, he's incredible. And we're lucky to have him.
2: Yeah, wow. Well, I'm like what y'all are doing. You know, I like, um, the stuff that I've seen that coffee pot films has been involved with, you know, and I know that you're just one part of it. You're just the one that I know, you know, um, Right, <laughs> but uh, I think it's I think you guys are doing some really great, great stuff. And now you also have a couple of podcasts. Um, I love the one with you and Bissy. It's, yeah, it's like fifteen minutes. Um,
3: fifteen minutes with uh, BC and Ian. Yeah, yeah. That one's that one's uh, it's it, it. Sometimes it's harder for us to put that together. It's pulling up my like my podcast setup is. It takes a while and the computer i have is like really heavy and we have to do it downstairs because our you know our little girl's sleeping so
0: i mm-hmm. don't
3: want to be too loud um plus you know we both have to kind of be in the mood and have like a topic to talk about sometimes you know we just don't want to do anything and so yeah. we just want to watch tv and just veg out or just talk but not in a podcast setting no, so of course you know we, we kind of drop onto those every once in a while
2: i always like it when, when you do because the whole time that we've um, hung out, I know that I've I've met her. I mean, you've been like, hey, this is my wife, you know, And, and but that's it. I've never sat and hung out, um, you know, because the garage garage wives usually have a little table, and they're kind of all hanging out or whatever, and you all kind of go back and forth. And then, of course, we have our little table, whatever, whatever. But I never hung out with any of your guys' wives for any time at, at, at all. And so I've got to know her through this, and it's like, man, she is so funny, you know?
3: Dude, absolutely.
2: I mean, because it's like, and it's not like, you know, well, she has an accent and it's cute and that's why she's funny. It's like, she's really clever and she's quick, you know, and it's like, ah, she matches you. Y'all are good together, you know? No, thanks, man. Yeah, I mean, that's she's super. super one of the many reasons,
3: one of the many reasons I married her, you know what I mean? Like, She's great on a podcast. <laughs> she really <laughs> no, is. No, no it's, yeah, no, no. Uh, but you know, she she makes me laugh, and and like you said, we have good chemistry. I don't think there's ever a time where it's like, you know, there's there's never like a dull moment, or you know, we can have our like comfortable silences on a long on a long road trip. But for the most part, we're just talking, and it's like we never run out of things to talk about. It's it's great.
2: No, it that is great. There's something great about being silent for a while too.
3: Oh yeah, sometimes you
2: yeah. gotta listen to some music. Yeah. No, because there's, there's been times where I've been dr- driving with with the wife, and we're listening to music and stuff, and I realize, like, you know, we haven't talked for, like, 30, 45 minutes. I'm like, yeah it's cool. She's not upset. I'm not upset. We're just... Yeah, so I'm talking about. Those
3: comfortable yeah. silences, yeah. those are fine. It's nice. Sometimes sometimes you need that alone time to think or just listen to music or whatever, mm-hmm. and then when you're ready, just start talking again because it's, it's easy.
2: And then... um the newest podcast that I heard you do was CDs, nuts, CDs. <laughs> it's, it's the greatest name, but it really is hard to say it the way that it's, you know, CDs nuts. Cause you're nuts about CDs and vinyl and tapes yeah. and anything, music or whatever Eric says. Um, yeah. And so you and him also have a, a really good c- c- chemistry. And I take it the job been friends for a very long time as well. You're in a band with him and stuff. Is, is that right?
3: Yeah. This, this was like when we were both 19, mm-hmm. we were in a band called, we were in a band called dead cat and we were real bad.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I want to say we had like six songs that we played for like a full year and a half. Um, we were less fun to listen to and more fun to look at, I guess. Cause we were just, we would just, you know, run around the stage and our lead singer on uh, like a Valentine's show or whatever he would like, tape a cow heart to his chest and one of the songs and like rip the cow heart out okay sure and, and like take a bite out of it like it, that was you know 19 year olds like playing in warehouses
2: mm-hmm. well you don't you don't have a lot of talent yet so you're bringing the the style instead of the substance or whatever
3: right it was very punk garage sounding and it was very muddy and awful but man we had fun
2: i bet it was a blast oh yeah but yeah but in, in this show you um I mean, it's been a couple of different things. Um, I like the Mister Bungle one, obviously, because I'm a huge Mike Patton obviously. fan. Obviously, um, <laughs> but uh, the uh, the Cake and Alien Ant Farm, and I didn't know anything about the Dusty Brothers. I didn't know that. Oh, the Dust uh, Brothers? Or, yeah. Or, yeah. Or the, oh, yeah. The, the Dust Brothers. I didn't know that would, that they were they were a thing. See, my dad's calling here. Let me hang on. I'm gonna end this real fast. Um, sure. I don't know if that was beeping on the. Aaron, on. but um, yeah, I'd never heard of of the Dust Brothers, and um, and whenever he was talking, I was like, "Oh, this is really interesting." I just didn't know all the different things that they had done, and he was talking about all the, you know, so that was super interesting. But we were also talking about Cake on the podcast on my last one. I mean, about mm-hmm. a, um, because I guess because of the horns and stuff. But um, man, it's like I like them. It's like I like them a lot, you know. It's like you were talking about the first album fashion nugget but it's like i don't think there's an album that i don't like by them now i I won't say i like i won't i won't say i like every single song sometimes it's like maybe i like six or seven songs out of the ten or whatever but it's most Mm -hmm. of them and um if i put on like a little mix and cake is just in there every time a cake song Comes up I'm like heck yeah I don't even know yeah. Half the titles of them You know <laughs> like you were saying some titles right. like, Oh is that what that song's called <laughs> You know.
3: Yeah man I, I love Fashion Nuggets One of my top 10 albums of all time Just because it was like the first one that I listened to All the way through That was from one band It wasn't like a soundtrack You know with, with the soundtrack it's for People like me with ADHD It's like it's perfect because the genre Changes every yeah, it's song a but like, Exactly it's a mixtape yeah. But with like takes Fashion Nugget. I mean, like, the songs aren't, I mean, they're all different, but it's still one band doing their sound. So, but for whatever reason, that was the first CD I listened to where I was like, I loved every track on this album.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to think of what the first, because you got to ask what was the first album that you had where you loved every single track. And I went through so many different changes in music because that was a good Christian boy for a long time. So there were, I mean, I was into music still. So there was albums that I really sure. liked, you know? Um, and it might go back as far as like Michael W. Smith had an album that was like, um old enough to know, which I must've wore that thing out forward and backwards. And that, might, that might've been one of the first ones that I, I don't, I don't know, you know, cause you
3: know, it sounds like it. I
2: was listening to Elvis records when I was a kid and records make you listen to the whole thing. There's no skipping around. There's no one song, you know, you,
3: well, Elvis had a couple of gospel albums, didn't
2: he? Yeah, but I mean, but Elvis was okay, you know. We could listen to Elvis. We couldn't listen to Kiss, you know. Oh
3: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or because okay, see, listen so, to AC/DC so, and or, you know, see, so this is yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Because like, obviously, when I was a kid, I listened to Michael Jackson's "Bad," you know, over and over and over, or "Thriller," mm-hmm. over and over and over. But that was because that's what my parents were playing. That's because you know that's what they you know they wanted to listen to, and so I was looking for something that's like what. You know, it's almost like when did you discover music, which for most people is a lot later in, in their age, you know, when you're kind of like finding stuff on your own without the help of anybody or at least your parents, you know, or
2: the okay. radio. Yeah, no, that that, 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 that makes sense. Then man would probably have to be, um, it would be you too, because when they came out in 87 was when the Joshua Tree came out and I was in high school. I graduated at 90, so I was a sophomore in high school. and. Right. Everybody at school, like they came and played Tarrant County Convention Center. I think no two way. nights. Yeah, it was or the Fort Worth Convention Center, but they played right downtown, like like two nights. And um I wasn't into them at all. And everybody came to school, and they're all wearing U two shirts. And I was just like, I've always been kind of a a brat. Once something gets so big, if I'm not into it, I'm never going to get into it. Like I've never seen. Oh man,
3: you yeah. hipster.
2: Like well, I've always been that way. It's like even then, I was like, well this man sucks and i would just see the video of with her without you and he's got his hair pulled back and his hands are tied above his head and he's dancing like bono dances and i'm like this man is awful i don't get what anybody, <laughs> anybody likes them at all and i hated him and then um yeah it was probably a couple years later um it was whenever they took a long break and octoom baby came out and i heard desire on the radio and um i thought that was the coolest song and when and when they said this is you too i'm like damn it Damn it, damn it, damn it. I, you know, so I was telling somebody about it, and they're like, dude, check out War. And so I was like, all right. So I went and bought War. I found it at a half price bookstore, the tape for like three bucks. And I played it from the very first song to the very last song. And by the time that last song ended, I'm like, fuck it. I'm a U2 fan now. I love that song. And I bought, I started buying every album i could find in joshua tree was one of those albums where it was like damn it every song on here is great i mean really it's really actually good
0: actually pretty good <laughs> you know it's
2: like there was the one that i was skip over now later i've kind of gotten to where they don't do it for me like they used to but when i was discovering I like music, that, you know, they were. that's the kind of
3: like everybody yeah i feel like that's everybody at this point like the the band that made me change my taste in music altogether uh the album front to back would be system of the downs debut album okay that that album was a huge thing for me that like changed how i picked music from then on out like i i didn't i never listened to heavy stuff before i listened to system of a down and that's a pretty heavy first heavy album
1: yeah for
2: sure i don't think i even i never really got into to to them so i don't know a lot of that of that album but i know that's a heavy you know
3: oh yeah well one of my childhood buddies made it fun for me when i wasn't like i, I might not have been feeling it right away but then the song sugar comes on and he uh, his name's david peacock and uh, he he would um anytime that they would say sugar he would just point to me and make me say it and i don't know i was for whatever reason that just made me enjoy the song a lot more and then i was like actually you know what this actually
0: rules <laughs> that's cool
2: yeah now i did have that experience with um mr bungle uh because i liked mike patton and i was going back through faith no more and was getting all the albums and i was like um and went and got california and Oof. put it on and had never heard it before and just was like listened to it front to, to, to back and by the time it was over with i was like i gotta listen to that again <laughs> and we played it again and by the second time it was over with i was like I think that's the greatest album ever recorded in the history of man yeah. <laughs> you know I, and I, I still kind of that, stand by that you know but it was just like it blew me i've never been blown away by an by an album the way that one blew me away there's been some since yeah. but not until then you know
3: yeah i know you and i have talked about this on, on uh on an older episode of your podcast but i mean that still is to me probably my number one favorite album and uh, that album was actually introduced to me by Eric from the uh, CDs Notes podcast.
2: No, I could tell that he was a a Mike Patton fan. Whenever he got excited that he found a vinyl of Mondo Kane, I'm like, "Holy crap, he got Mondo Kane!" I am like, "That's awesome." You know, I was like, I, yeah. "If he knows Mondo Kane, this guy's a, a deep Mike Patton fan." You know?
3: Oh yeah, no, I mean he like introduced me to Phantomos, mm-hmm. to Tomahawk. Um, yeah, he, but California still is mr bungle's best album i think it is. i listened to the new i listened to the new one and man it's just it's not it doesn't seem like mr bungle it just seems like a Mike Patton project
2: yeah that's what it seems like and it's kind of like that with um tomahawk too it's like i love the first record the the, the first tomahawk album nailed it every song but since then i had just like i ah, just there's some cool stuff you know but now, it's not so, like that first tomahawk now, record now, um, in today's
3: world, what? would a Mr. Bungle or a Tomahawk be considered offensive? I don't know. It's, it's, it's don't, a white. I don't think a, it's so. It's a white guy emulating. I don't know uh, Native American. I don't know music Mike Patton, or, I
2: don't know Mike Patton's history or, or what his what his his nationality. Yeah, I don't know. I know that there's... I think their second album, the second t- Tomahawk album. It, it's one of them. It's all Native American lullabies, and they do a really interesting, mm-hmm. you know, kind of I, I, kind of thing with it. So I think if you're, you know, it, I think they're trying to do a kind thing with it. I don't. No, you
3: know, no, I, I yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like I, I'm, I'm playing Devil's Advocate here. No, it's like you're talking I, earlier. I, I
2: think you were saying like love is a I fist, feel- and I was like, yeah, <laughs> love is a fist. <laughs> yeah. Oh
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. That song is uh, whoops. Um no, but uh no Tommy I think it's all done with love and it's done as like a tribute. Um and I think most of the stuff on Mr. Bungles California is too.
2: Yeah, I just um I think it really just depends, man. I mean if people come at you and are like, Look, you know, the Native American nation is really offended by you having an a band called tomahawk and if tomahawk. you're not native american i i think you just go okay <laughs> you know and maybe try to move on to something else and get a different name because i mean it's not like he sticks with any one band he does a few songs or a few albums and does something different and then does a few albums and does something different you know so he's I, oops thank a journeyman yeah so i mean i could see him being like okay then we we, we, we won't do anymore but i i don't know I, I don't think there's any problem with the tomahawk name um Cause it's just a. Sorry,
3: I didn't mean. I didn't mean to like bring down the podcast. No, I was just wondering. <laughs> I, was just I was just trying to cheered. think,
2: you know, because I, I. literally
3: I, just thought of that. I was like, "Ooh, actually, you know what?
2: <laughs> I know, like, I know that like Chief Wahoo and the tomahawk chop and things like that are that's more action <laughs> when, we, when you're doing a tomahawk chop and and th- things like that. And maybe if they were doing those kind of things that you know, if people were showing up to his shows wearing, you know, native headbands and doing tomahawk chops and. Doing the hand over the mouth, I, whatever, you know. Oh yeah. Then I think there'd be, be a problem, but I don't think there's any of that. I think it's just more of a southwestern kind of a theme. Yeah. But it, but it is interesting that they, they did do like a Native American lullaby album, which is kind of interesting. Um, yeah. I'm not gonna. Uh, I could talk to you about him f- for the rest of the night, but I do want to ask you one more thing about him, which wasn't on the agenda. But when you were doing your <laughs> right. your CD nuts things or whatever, and you're talking about soundtracks have you ever gotten into any of the mike patton soundtracks uh
3: no um they're pretty interesting I mean, i'm sure
2: there's i'm a sure point. he's
3: done soundtracks that i know of but like I, I'm, they're not coming to mind all i know is he did that uh fire walk with me song for the movie fire walk with me
2: yeah the twin peaks fire, fire Walk with me on the phantom album mm-hmm. i don't did, mm-hmm. i don't think he did it for that i don't think he did it for that for that show i think they did a cover that second fa- Phantom's F- 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 album is all like songs that are from movies that were already written. I thought I thought they were like because I mean they do the Godfather theme, they do um, they do a few different ones, and I thought that oh, I thought that Fire Walk with Me was a was the actual is the music from the show, but they're doing their version of it.
3: Oh, I think it was used in the actual movie. I could be very wrong, but and I mean I, and, I just seem to remember and, the music video,
2: and so could I. But it's just that came out like. After the movie, didn't it? Like a long time after the movie? I had a lot Like
3: but the, the Firewalk with me, I want to see how it came out in like ninety two.
2: Yeah, no, but see but Phantomoth didn't come out with that stuff till like in the two thousands, right?
3: Oh dude. Then you're probably right. You know what I'm saying?
2: <laughs> I think there's just a the cover. But
3: uh I feel like I saw I probably saw a fan made music video back in two thousand seven when YouTube was brand new and I was like, Oh, this is all just legitimate music
0: videos.
2: Yeah. No, I think that um, like, like I said, they do the godfather theme as well and they do rosemary's baby um oh. so they do a lot of you should check it out they do a lot of um movie score type stuff but they do their version of it
3: oh yeah um, yeah
2: definitely check it out which is cool hit, but yes i think it's called a quiet place um but the one that i really really like that i think you um would be interested in is crank two have you ever seen the movie crank two <laughs>
3: He did the whole, like he did
2: the whole soundtrack. The to whole,
3: Crank two? The, the whole soundtrack. Man, that doesn't make any sense, but I'm all in.
2: And it's great because it's not like a quiet place is kind of like what you would think a soundtrack would would be like for you know. It's just, this is more like Mike Patton, da, 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 you know, kind of Fantomasi, kind of crazy. It'll speed up and slow down and just go all over the map. Oh yeah, you know, I no, mean it's, yeah,
3: for Crank, for Crank Two, yeah, yeah. No, that movie's balls to the wall. Yeah. I, I can imagine Mike Patton having a fucking field day with that.
2: Yeah, and so that's the one I wanted you to check out, and maybe y'all could do it on the... y'all could review it for your CD nuts. Oh, we,
3: defi- so. we, we definitely haven't uh, discussed the last of uh, Mike Patton, because you know both of us are huge California fans, but we just kind of wanted to take it one album at a time with him. I think we're going to probably touch on Disco Volante next after this, and then Hit up California. They yeah, just
2: do them kind of in order, yeah. Because you did the uh, the first one this last time. I liked it, man. When when I first heard, I liked it. I my original thought was like, huh, this is what the Chili Peppers wanted to do, <laughs> you know? It's like I felt so, like right? I felt like they were a better version of the Chili Peppers.
3: I think there was some beef about that too. I, I think right. there was
2: too. I think that that him and him and Anthony Kiedis aren't friends. I think they didn't like it, mm-hmm. you know. um but I, I just found it real sophomoric at the end of the day. I was like, it's great, but I'm not going to be jamming mm-hmm. this that often. Cause it seems a little sophomoric, you know? Um, right. But I love the ska type stuff and the horns and the sur- s- s- circus music. And it's funny. Um, but uh, yeah. And then disco, v- 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 disco Volante, v- v- I liked, but it's like, it, that's more, it's like, okay, <laughs> that was a little more tough to yeah i mean you're not going to ever listen to it in a shuffle or no you know I don't, just... I
3: don't think so i don't think i have a song on that album that i'm like excited about like i have you know there's the song from like the first album you know i like the squeeze me macaroni is always a lot of fun mm-hmm. and, like i mean we have discussed it before california was like that was my first like introduction of like this is what music is allowed to be like music doesn't have to be this like perfect structure it can be be fun it can it can slam on the gas it can slam on the brakes right after that and that's that's kind of the music i wanted to do and that's you know five percent of what garage barrage is or you know whatever it's just doing whatever you want and i think a lot of musicians think like oh i want to play rock and roll okay so i got to learn this rock structure i got to do what other bands are doing but i mean you gotta remember that it's about having fun
2: Mm -hmm. no and that's why i think that i was attracted to you guys that's why i am attracted to denver um a lot of different bands in in town that'll kind of take the structure but then kind of have fun with it you know and kind of go outside the bounds or whatever it's a lot more fun
3: the the cool thing is like we haven't worked with a band that we didn't want to work with um, and that goes for some bands that we have, you know, down the line. We're gonna, we are gonna work with um, Siamese Hips being one of them. Cool. Um, so we just kind of got like backed up this year on music videos. Uh, so we'll probably end up working with them next year. Um, we're doing a, another one for uh, Mean Motor Scooter, which you know that was our first music video as Mean Motor Scooter, and we haven't
2: oh, we that's have done cool. one for them since. Yeah. Yeah. No, with that,
3: And uh, we owe them because uh, Joe and Rebecca actually did the score for the short film. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, this was their first time doing a score, and they absolutely crushed it. We would have like one or two notes, and then they came back with it, and it was like perfect.
2: Oh, that's really cool.
3: Yeah, so they're, they're actually credited on the Internet Movie Database if you go and look up the short film.
2: Oh, nice. <laughs> Got little, yeah. little creds. It's cool. Oh yeah. Right on, dude. No, I mean, I'm glad you're keeping busy and I'm, you know, like I said, I, ever since I've met you, it's just like, you do cool stuff. I always like to see what you're doing. Cause I'm always interested, you know, with, with what you got going on. Um, and so I'm, I, I'm happy that you're staying busy and I'm, you know, it's entertaining me and all the masses that are locked in our rooms and stuff. Oh
3: yeah. You know, as long as people are entertained, that's all I want. <laughs> that's, that's my form of payment is, is entertaining others. And that's all, that's all we all want with coffee pot. We just want to make stuff that we want to make and we want to make it to where people enjoy it. And, uh, man, I'm, I'm glad you're, you're doing the podcast again.
2: Yeah, I think this is fine. I'm like, well, you know, I can get this little machine and just make phone calls and I don't have to have a studio. I don't really have to interact with people in the public. And, you know, it's <laughs> actually been a lot of fun.
3: I was. I was just about to ask. Are you having fun with it? That's yeah. what
2: matters. Yeah. Plus, I can do whatever I want because there's nobody to shoot ideas past. You know. I mean, not that anybody was ever like, nah, I don't think so." You know. But still,
3: Man, shots fired at all those guys. But I was.
2: But I'd always think about other other people. You know, because there's other people in, involved. Um, sure. So, like, yeah. In this show here, it's like I've. Well, you have
3: full creative control.
2: Yeah, and so I've, I've kind of wanted to do to be a DJ um you know like an fm radio d- dj and it's like in mm-hmm. have, a, have a little radio show so like most of this is gonna be fm dj jeff playing songs with an ian interview in it
3: yeah man that's awesome dude i've okay. been i've enjoyed the last few episodes
2: that i've that everything to catch yeah i've been having fun you know fun with it i like last week making the phone calls and stuff and um the week the week before it was really good. I think it was my most awkward one is for me anyways. Um, Cause it was a little bit more serious and I don't know why I had this grand idea with these songs to like kind of have this nice message that was, I mean, I guess I, I mean, everybody received it in the right way and I got lots of compliments from it and all, all that kind of stuff. Um, and so I think I did what I wanted to do, but still it's, it's just, it's weird to put yourself out there like in a serious manner. It's easier to just be goofy you know you know yeah, what, i to- you know. i totally yeah, get it it's, you know what i'm well, saying
3: you, it's it's more guarded you're you're not you know that it's very vulnerable to take it to a serious place mm-hmm. and, and that can be very difficult and, um you know with that vulnerability comes you know uncertainty and uh, how people will perceive that but i mean i feel like you personally i mean you're such a nice guy I and mean, you're being your most genuine self i think that's what people want
2: yeah, no, I liked it. I felt really good after it, and then, you know, um, I was just nervous about it, but doing it or whatever. And so, but yeah, it was real fun last week, or the, the last show, and then this one's going to be a lot of fun, too. yeah. And so, Great. And then I don't know what I'm going to do next, you know, but I can do whatever I want. So You can
3: do whatever the hell you want, Jeff.
2: And so I think I will. Well, man, it was good talking to you, as Great always. Great talking to you, man. I miss seeing y'all man.
3: I miss I'm not no man I miss seeing you at shows
2: and so we'll just we'll get together soon and uh I need to get John um out as as well so I I can see him and Ranger yeah yeah I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to call John probably he's he's wanting to be on the podcast forever and I was like yeah man I'll, I'll have you on oh man I'm not doing it anymore he's like oh it's cool <laughs> so <laughs> now that I'm doing it again, he's like, "Dude, you had Ian on." And I was like, "Well, I mean, Ian's like, you know, best performance." I mean, what am I going to do? What did you do, John? He'd be like, "All right."
3: Damn, man. Just
2: John. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. No, um, dude, no, I love, no. I love John. And so I'm going to just because I love John, and whether he's doing anything or not, I know at some point I'm going to try to hook up with with him so we can just talk and just goof off for half hour or forty five minutes, whatever.
3: it be fun. See if you can uh, sneak Ranger away too.
2: Okay, Let's just see what we can do. We get a garage bodge reunion oh yeah so.
3: you know the garage garage isn't it's it's never dead no i know you know we're, we're we're gonna get back together we'll 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 play some jams in the garage we were ranger and i were actually just talking recently about how like it's wonderful that the last show we played was for you like was your podcast goodbye
2: i like it i think it's oh. a nice a nice
3: it, yeah well not only that we played like every song in our cat like we played for like over an hour that night oh. <laughs> and uh so i mean it was a hell of a way to go out but i feel like the three of us would also like to do at least one more like almost like a farewell show because it's nice to know when it's your last show you know what i mean
2: oh yeah for sure that's gotta be the worst so, just playing a show and then all of a sudden the pandemic hits and this that and the other and things happen things change and all of a sudden your band just doesn't happen anymore it's like dude i wish i would have saw that coming you know, right. And so, well, yeah, I get that.
3: You know, never say never.
2: Yeah, no, I, th- I, th- I figure, you know, eventually stuff's going to get back. T- it's going to get better. Right.
3: I mean, it has to, <laughs> I guess. I don't know.
2: That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> you know, yeah, fingers I've, crossed. Yeah. That, 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 that's funny. Cause my fingers are literally crossed right now. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Cause I, you know, it's got to get better. It's just, it just has to. It, so
3: It just has to.
2: If not, then I don't See, this is the funny thing is is it it doesn't oh I'll I'll have to get into this later. But if we have gratitude it'll always get better. Even if it gets worse, if you can find something to be grateful for, it'll always get better if that makes sense. I think it's a mind fuck. You're just tricking yourself. But whatever works, works. You know. Yeah. And so with that be everybody should be be grateful and it'll get better. That'll be our mind. Yeah, everybody who's alive
3: everybody who's alive be happy you're alive right now.
2: And we'll make it better so. And it will get better Alright brother Well like I said I really enjoy your Your podcast And all the stuff That you're doing And I can't wait to keep Keep you know Seeing what you're turning out
3: See man Thank uh-huh. you for having me
2: Yeah And uh, tell the wife That we said hey And we really enjoy her On this show as well
3: Absolutely Will do
2: Okay I'll talk to you later
3: Alright man later
2: Yeah bye
1: Bye Turn this up <laughs> the music Live your soul And sharpen all your senses
2: Alright man, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Ian ha. I gotta tell you man, I gotta get away I just can't cope with everything that's been going on I need to take a cope trip Maybe I'll go to Marfa I'll see Wilderman That's what this is, Wilderman Cope
0: Looking Trip Looking like down. Feeling like a zoo maybe we take a trip they say it's good to get out and then they say you just can't leave yeah you gotta stay in coping like quarantine but had feeling faded
2: off dancing pants on, Dustin that was wilder man Cope Trip hope you guys enjoyed the show we got one more song for you before we close it out special thanks to Ian special thanks to all the bands that we played tonight it's really good to some music hope you guys enjoyed it I enjoyed doing it I don't know what I'll do next week it'll be something fun though our last song is Pearl Earl out of Dallas I really like the song. I think there's a new one. It's called Something's Got to Change. It's on the Funky Podcast. Peace, everybody. Love you guys. Good night.